All right, so what's going on, guys? It's Friday night, 5 p.m. Most people would be thinking about, you know, having a beer uh, and going out. I am calling leads for my real estate business. So at every level, there's another devil, right? You especially have to work harder than anyone else. So you have to get out there and call your leads, even if it's Friday night. Sometimes you're going to have to make sacrifices. If you want your first year to be successful, a lot of people say they do. You know, a lot of people full-time want six figures. Uh, some people part-time want six figures their first year. So it's like, you got to be willing to work for it. You got to just reverse engineer that, right? So if you want, uh, let's call it 100,000, right? And you figure out, well, marketing costs and all that. But just to keep the math simple for now, you could figure out the cost later. I'd say 10, 20% marketing cost. Once you have historical evidence, you know, of the cost you're spending for getting a new buyer, getting a new listing and what you're spending all the way to contract to sell it and the percent of sold and all that, you'll have some better numbers, but you could just work with 10 to 20% depending on your market and go from there. Let's say you want to make $100,000 even, you know, gross, let's call it for now, not, not after expenses. How much do homes, what's the average home in your neighborhood? You can look at citydata.com. You can go by zip code, you can go by city. They even have small towns and you can see the average, the medium, median, house price and they might even have average home price and look for that you know and look are they single family are they something else whatever get that median house price and just go off of that and figure two and a half percent to three percent you know you're going to get half of usually it's five to six percent of the listing commission uh but you know every market's different look on the mls at a bunch of recent listings in your area and at the bottom of the MLS listing sheet, it should show what they're sharing with the buyer's side commission. You know, some of the listing agents might be charging five and a half, six percent or more. Now, let's say they offer six. They may not be offering th half of that, three percent to the buyer side agent that brings a buyer. They might only offer two and a half percent and they keep three and a half percent. They do have more marketing costs. There is no standard fee, right? So it's just average for your market and whatever you want to charge. If you do a lot more and you're worth it, you know, don't race to the bottom is all I could warn you on that. Justify how you, how and why you charge whatever it is that you charge. Don't just, you don't want to work with clients that just want cheaper. And if you can't even negotiate your fee that you need to feed your family, how are you going to negotiate on behalf of the client? And that's actually one way to handle that objection is tell them I can't, you know, I don't lower my fee. Another way is, you know, I kind of break it down. And I say, well, out of the 6% or whatever it is, let's call it six, half of it goes to the buyer side. So I'll say that's really just 3%. I'll say 1% goes to my broker. Another 1% goes to the marketing expenses. And I'm left with maybe 1% if I'm lucky and I did everything right. They feel like, okay, you're not getting all this money from them. You know, it's getting spread all over the place. And they, they start to understand. The other way is just tell them there's 100 agents out there that will take a reduced fee just to get your business, but it doesn't mean they're going to work for it. A lot of them just throw it on the MLS and look for the next deal because they're winning by volume just by taking a discount commission. So it's not about how much you pay in commission that counts. It's how much you have in your pocket after the deal is done. So how much are you putting in your pocket is more important than what an agent is charging in commission. Maybe you're paying more in commission, but you're going to keep more in your pocket isn't that worth it? You know, and the, you want them to agree with you, obviously. So what we're doing tonight, first time ever, we're going to do some live calls and I'm no seasoned pro. I have not been doing this for years. So I'm, you know, feel free to let me know in the comments what I could have done better. You'll hear me. You won't hear the other side. 
I'll uh, put on the screen, you know, a paraphrase of what they were saying. Uh, by the way, these are leads from social media on some new house construction that's going on in my area. So that's where I got these leads from. They all filled out my uh, landing page squeeze form, the squeeze page, just giving me their information and I'm calling them back. I got a lot of voicemails last time. There were a couple bad numbers because I think people were just trying to see what was on the other side of the of the funnel or the squeeze page, but I did get at least one real lead, somebody that wants to buy a ranch. So I'm gonna call them back first and then we'll do the other voicemails because they're the hottest leads. So you always wanna work your hottest leads first. So let's get into it guys. Hopefully this technology works. This is the first time doing this with the Rode Podcaster. So this is what it's meant for. I have my phone hooked up. So let's do some dialing. I'm kind of old school. I don't have a dialer. Part of the reason I don't want to use a dialer right now is, for example, this lady knows my cell number. I want it to be more likely they're going to answer the phone. And if people look at my number, I want them to find me and see I'm a realtor, not just some you know salesperson. So I always thought it was a little weird. All these guys do sales calls with dialers with weird random numbers uh, because I would just think you're it's a lot less likely anyone's going to pick up the phone. I mean, I'm, I call for my cell phone. But again, I'm doing this so they see my number and they get that familiarity. I want a greater chance of them picking up the phone. So let's start with this person. I will block out their name as well. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message Got system. Voicemail. Three is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang <clears> up or press... For more options. Hi, Sherry. This is Mike Kramer with the EXP Realty. We spoke last week about uh, you're looking for a ranch in Batavia. Uh, just wanted to find out some more information on what you're looking for, like price range, features, uh, your timeline. Do you have a home to sell? That sort of thing. So whenever you get a chance, call me back. Again, this is Mike Kramer at EXP Realty, 630-999-4202. Thanks. Have a great night. Bye-bye. All right, got voicemail. It's Friday night, so, you know, might just get a bunch of voicemails, but. Not looking promising. Call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Sorry, the mailbox belonging to is full and will not receive your message. All right. Please hang so, up. Are you still? I believe that's what happened last time, but I didn't write that down. Now, this next person uh, had a bad connection and couldn't understand what he was saying, and then he hung up on me. So, we're going to try him again. Try this, BC. Just leave your message. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hi, Trident. This is Mike Kramer with eXp Realty. I was just responding to your request for more information on the new construction semi-custom homes in the western suburbs of Chicago. I was just hoping to take a couple minutes to find out what you're looking for. Uh, give me a call back whenever you get a chance. Again, this is Mike Kramer with eXp Realty, 630-999-4202. Have a great weekend. All right, move on to the next one. Left a voicemail. In fact, after he hung up on me, I had called back right away thinking we got disconnected because I couldn't understand him and I just got his voicemail. So he may, uh, may not want to talk to me. This business is about rejection. If you can't handle rejection, you're not going to do well, at least with calling. This really is a outbound calling business or at least, oh, I was looking for Marilyn. 
Hi, Marilyn. This is Mike Kramer, the EXP Realty. I was just responding to your request for more information on the new construction uh, semi-custom homes in the western suburbs of Chicago. Okay, did you have a price range in mind? 310. Okie dokie. And did you have a, a home to sell or are you renting? And have you worked with any agents on getting a, a price for that so you know what about you? Okay. And you, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. We never do, right? Do you think you have a lot of equity in that home? Oh, wonderful. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what uh, what is your timeline looking like? Like when were you hoping to move? Okay, right. Yeah, there's uh, how far west? Because I mean, the more far away from the city you get, you know, there's better deals. And there are some new construction a little more west of uh, the St. Charles Campton Hills area, like in you know, Sycamore and even Elburn, which is not really too far. What, what town are you in? Oh, it's a little west of there. Yeah. A Fermi Labs in Batavia and Elburn's almost due south of, I'm sorry, due west of uh, Batavia by. Oh, okay. Naperville, Bolingbrook. Gotcha. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> I was speaking over you. How about like Yorkville? Because there's some stuff there too that's uh, more affordable and they have the new construction. Uh, in that area. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I want someone to do my lawn and, and snow. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. Um, great. And then, so the timeline, there's no like urgency. In fact, you'd probably, you'd be fine with waiting for a new construction. And is that what I'm? Oh, okay. Bathroom downstairs and a walkout. Got it. All righty. And. Let's see. Are you looking for a uh, like a fifty-five and older community, or just hoping for something that has the no maintenance and and some activities? All right. I think I have everything I need to know. Would you be? Do you think transferring the equity? Do you plan on getting any financing on the new place? Yeah, some of it. That's true. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, we have lenders that work with all sorts of even with today's rates. You know, with them seemingly high. I mean, they're not bad. You probably remember the rates in the 80s and things like that that were quite high. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. And even in, I think, three years ago, I paid five and a half, uh, which which wasn't bad. But then, you know, I, I just refinanced when it went lower. And that's what I'm telling people now is you can still get uh, five and a half or, or less with some of the new products they have with mortgages for the first, you know, one or two years. It's lower, like closer to five. And then it goes, worst case, it goes in three years to the to the seven or whatever it's been at. It's at six and a half now. Wait, I always tell people, don't wait for the real estate. Just buy it when you get a deal. And then you could refinance later if the rates were higher than you wanted them to be. So, yeah, I hear you. Uh, and that's where our, our lenders work with you, too, to just see what, what would be affordable and everything else. Because especially on fixed income, they look for, you know, like half the income just to qualify. Prices have gone up about 7% from last year. I mean, it's just been this demand. And because of the lockdowns, we had no, less construction, so less stuff uh, was available. So when there's less supply, you know, the demand goes up. And I'll, uh, it's definitely going to be a little tricky, but I'll def I'll let you know what's out there. And we have ways to work with it with you. And oh, yeah. What's a, a good email? I could send you some information. Great. Sounds good. I'll talk. All right. Bye-bye. All right, so that's good. I got a new lead. Uh, that's one I didn't have the other day. And I got her email. This one was a bad number. We're going to just call and confirm. The number you have reached has been disconnected or is no longer in service. Yep, that's a bad number. 
And, you know, my my app tells me that. So the app that I check to see if somebody has a criminal record, I use that to see if it's a real person with an address and I get some information on them before I call them. So, so this is an interesting one. They put Emma in the form, but when I looked up their phone number, it was listed under Donna and there was no Emma in sight. But let's call and see what's going on with Emma or Donna. Please leave your message for... Hi, this is Mike Kramer with EXP Realty. I was just responding to your request for more information on the new construction semi-custom homes in the western suburbs of Chicago. I uh, just want to find out exactly what you're looking for. Hoping to take two minutes of your time. Again, this is Mike at EXP Realty. Just give me a call back at 630-999-4202. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Alrighty, now we're on to see if we can get her on the horn. Looking like voicemail again. Please leave your message for... Hi, this is Mike Kramer with EXP Realty. And that wraps up my new call leads that I had for today. And we're going to move on to... i got to actually go pick up a blazer. So I'm no expert, but I never had a navy blazer, the classic navy blazer with the brass buttons. And as you know, I've had a uh, affinity for sport coats. Got really casual the last couple of years. I kind of got sick of looking like a slob and that was just me personally. I'm not criticizing anybody else wanted to look nicer. And especially now as a realtor, I need to go out and be professional and look professional. So people are trusting you with the biggest transaction of most of their lifetimes. So you got to look the part. So I started busting out my sport codes again. I bought some new ones. I got them on clearance at Joseph A. Bank. Much better deal, much better quality clothes, much better fit than the stately subscription I had. I even went up to the $300 a month stately and was getting a bunch of pretty casual, wrinkly stuff that just didn't look that good. Go to Joseph A. Bank, for half the price, I got twice as much stuff and it looks way nicer and it's better fit, better quality. I have dress shirts I bought from them seven years ago that look brand new. Not a commercial for them, just been very happy with their stuff. I don't like their 1905 line. But everything else is great. I usually get the tailored fit shirts are awesome, even if you have a, you know, even if you're not super fit. So if you're my size, you get a tailored fit and it looks great. It look, makes you look thinner. It might feel a little tighter like when you sit down, but it makes you look slimmer when you stand up. So I recommend the tailored fit. Joseph A. Bank dress shirts, but the uh, I would only stick to the reserve collection, the Traveler collection, which is my favorite. I don't like the Traveler Tech because they're cut very short. They're meant to wear outside, not tucked in. So if you're into that, go for Traveler Tech. I'm not. I do not like the 1905. They're meant, they're again, very short. I gotta go get my blazer. I bought it at Von Mar, not at Joseph A. Bank. I'm gonna have my script for the Fizbos that's for sale by owners. And we're gonna do that on the next call. So stay tuned. I'll see you guys soon. Have a great weekend.